Welcome to the Antioch Initiative Podcast, a podcast focused on the unreached of the world and topics related to seeing the unreached discipled in Christ's kingdom. In this episode, Nick has a conversation with Mark and Alan Cannon, AGWM missionaries who work with Global Initiative across Europe, along with being founders and directors of the Oasis Center in Madrid, Spain. They share the current situation in Spain and how we can partner in prayer with them. Hi, my name is Nick with the Antioch Initiative, and it is a privilege today to be on the line with Mark and Ellen Cannon in Spain. Mark and Ellen, how are you doing? Hey, we're doing all right. We're doing great. <laughs> great. Well, hey, it is, I really appreciate you making the time to catch up today. And uh, we are, as you know, we're preparing for Run for the Unreached, uh, and people are going to be running, walking uh, as they're listening to these podcasts. And so we want to give them some information about your part of the world, Europe. And uh, would you please, yeah, give us some details. What's happening with uh, Spain and Europe and your context with COVID? Well, right now, uh, of course, we've been in a lockdown since the 15th of March. Um, Pretty much only going out for groceries or the pharmacies. And uh, in fact, we just finished a few minutes ago, uh, every night at 8 p.m., everybody comes out on their balcony and claps uh, and thanks for the um, health workers wow. who've been risking their lives. That's great. And uh, today they announced we just we have fifteen thousand deaths and I think over one hundred and forty thousand cases. But in a country of forty five million, and Madrid more precisely is the epicenter. And um, so yeah, it's been it's it's been pretty wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's forty five million, and then that many deaths. That's I don't think the U.S. has reached that many deaths yet, and yet we were like six or seven times bigger. So, wow, that's a mm-hmm. lot of deaths in a gap for your population. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, I know this has been a difficult time, especially being forced to stay in your house for so much. But uh, would you be able to share some victories, some, some things God has been doing in the midst of this crisis as you're reaching out to Muslims and others? Yeah, well, it's been quite a challenge because we, our ministry to, in, in a Muslim neighborhood, we teach English, we do all kinds of, of work one-on-one with kids, with moms teaching Spanish. And we went from that to, you know, reaching 100 people in a week to being closed right down. Sure. The schools wow. were closed and, and our ministry was closed. So in a matter of a week, we had to figure out how to keep things going. And so we've been able to use the internet as, as people are doing in the United States. Zoom meetings um, have been the way that we've been co- talking with our team. Uh, but we've also been reaching out to our students Good. and their families through, through the internet. So that's been an exciting new method for all of us great great yeah you have maybe a story or something that's happened recently it's been interesting that got us worked or sure there's a lot of them but but one one of our our moms stands out she has a couple of very active children you know you always have that child in a kid's ministry and she has a couple of that child (laughs) and um they and live, very small apartments. Yeah, they live in an apartment that is 
It's like one small living room kitchen. It's basically a studio. Right. And they're it's used probably 200 square meters, roughly. Yeah, it's it's really small. I mean, you can wow. barely walk around. But anyway, so so as we were deciding what to how to reach out to our families, because none of us can none of us on our team can leave the, mm-hmm. our own homes. Um, she and I were we I was just checking in with her and she said, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to make it. We've got to have activities for the kids or they're right. going to drive me crazy. And she kind of meant it. Not yeah. she she was being funny, but I, I think not that funny. Yeah. So um, so so we've been able to send like um, kind of a daily chart of some fun challenges and fun things for their kids to do. And then it inspired us to reach out to all the families and like we've had a challenge, a fort challenge. The kids have to make a, the best fort and send a little video back to us. And then we pick the best fort. And um, <laughs> next week, we're going to be doing the best uh, coronavirus drawing. So they have to draw something that um, will re- relate to what everybody's going through. Sure. And mom is thankful. Sure. <laughs> she loves That's me great. now. <laughs> Wow. And, and that family, yeah, I think you told me she's their family from which, which location they're from? Yeah, they're from Morocco. Yeah. Um, the, the kids have been born here. So we minister a lot to what we call third culture kids. Sure. Um, but the parents um, are in the process of learning Spanish and uh, learning the culture. And sure. they, the kids kind of grow up between the cultures. Sure. So, and, and uh, so, yeah. Well, that's a great opportunity. Praise God for the, yeah, yeah, just the door God's open there. And, um, well, hey, we are, um, this, this podcast is for people who are walking, running, pacing, uh, participating in Run for the Unreached. And we want to give them some things they can pray for specifically. Would you please share um, some prayer points, maybe uh, three or four different things that people could um, pray for? Maybe if you could pause also just a little bit after each one so that people, if they wanted to, they could Mm. hit their pause button, pray a little bit, then hit it again and hear the next one. Yeah. um, I think right now the biggest prayer point for us here in Madrid, of course, is what it's going to look like um, post lockdown. Sure. Um, Sure. You know, the, the Muslim community here in Madrid um, just lost their, one of their top imams, um, to COVID-19. Um, and I've met him and, uh, didn't know him really well, but I, a little bit. So the reality of it hits home even closer. Sure. And, um, and in a, in a neighborhood, but also in a culture that is very relational and, you know, close Sure. Uh, in proximity, social distancing is more of a challenge. Right. Um, what's that going to look like um, sure. as we move into this next phase? And, I mean, once everything's clear, then we're okay. It goes back, but but right now it's it's that challenge. Yeah. So let's so let's give a, a minute and and we'll just pray for the the Muslim community that God would meet them as they're being isolated, which is a, a very different kind of a feeling for, for all of us, but sure. especially for a, a community like them. Okay.
I would also say, Nick, for another is, you know, in this COVID-19, we're also somewhat like refugees in the sense that we're completely isolated, cut off. You know, I mean, thank goodness we have, you know, electronics and they do too and, and so forth. But something that's really been on our hearts and I'm beginning to see it picked up a little bit in the news is, you know, the refugees have been coming across the Mediterranean in massive amounts. Right. And there are camps where they've been, um, Lesbos and some others. And, and honestly, no one really knows what is going on. Wow. Um, because this virus knows no boundaries, knows yeah. no borders. Right. And, they're already in subpar living conditions. And how many of the volunteers from these different organizations, um, what's happening? Right. And uh, we really don't know. So really subpar, really subpar living conditions are worse. Sure. Very likely. And so we need to really lift up uh, those areas because many of them for the refugees, they've lost everything and yes we're in our homes inconvenience but some of them are they they don't even have a decent place to live and are they going to get food and water um you know when volunteers want to stay home i don't know sure okay yeah it's pray for the refugees that's good god have mercy on them yeah another area of prayer is as these families are in very small, not just in Madrid, but all over Europe, as, as especially Muslim um, families, immigrants, uh, lower income are in small homes in a lockdown situation. Uh, our prayer is that domestic violence would not um, grow. Right. Um, and depression, uh, for people who are not used to being locked in with their families. Um, and, uh, they, so many people have lost their jobs, their businesses, uh, and their, their income. And so there's a lot of skepticism and I, our prayer is that the families will not uh, lose hope and become uh, depressed and, and even resort to, to violence. Sure. In these closed, uh, scary times. Sure. Because what this exasperates the marginalized are marginalized even more. Yeah. And this is sometimes kind of like the last straw uh, for them. So yeah, um, to lift them up in prayer. And I would say the, another prayer need um, relating to is that the governments here, that those who make important decisions right. that God would give wisdom. Sure. Um, not 
you know, according to my preferences or, you know, political leanings or anything like that. But I think directly from the scriptures that they would rule well. Yes. And um, right now here in Spain, um, you know, we've had this initial uh, thrust of everybody is in lockdown, but we've had like Catalonia has wanted to secede from Spain, become its own free state, um, you know, other powers to be in the government. And our prayer is that God will give wisdom that they govern well. Yeah, that's good. And give us freedom. Uh, just before the virus lockdown, um, in fact, uh, some Protestant churches um, on the outskirts, uh, one in particular, had some cases, and one of the top ministers in the government wanted to shut down all evangelical churches for, what was it, two months. And Everything else was open. I mean, this was before the lockdown. Right. And, of course, our official representation, Ferede, protested, and they didn't. But still, our, our, our prayer is that the government won't lean on some of those old prejudices for us or even Muslims or any other sure. uh, group, because there's less than 1% evangelical in Spain. So, I mean, we're a very small percentage. Right. But yet that they would govern well. Sure. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for, for sharing and helping us understand more of the context there in Spain and just uh, what, you know, how God's working in and through you and just, yeah, the need to pray for many refugees and Muslims and other unreached people groups there in Spain, as well as the larger population. And um, thank you, Mark and El, for being willing to share today and be a part of this podcast, helping us to participate and pray during Run for the Unreached. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, this has been great. And keep running, guys.